Welcome to the best works of emerging explicit romance authors. Our curators select a wide variety of tales about the lifelong human quest for satisfying, lasting, and meaningful expressions of sexual health. Steamy Stories Daily Podcast focuses primarily on short stories. Explicit Novels Daily Podcast presents longer format novels over a span of episodes. Subscribe to both Steamy Stories and Explicit Novels in your favorite podcasting app. And now, today's story. Above the Garage, Part 3. Fully Compatible. In three parts, by member 389. Listen to the podcast at Steamy Stories. The next morning he had the hood up on Ellie's car and had tried turning it over a couple times, and the starter took, but it didn't want to fire. He looked into the possible problems and everything looked in good shape, so he figured he'd look up the symptoms online and most pointed to the fuel filter, so he made a quick run down the parts store and picked up a new one. That seemed to do the trick. Once it was installed, he was able to start her car several times without any problem. Ellie came trotting down the stairs with a plate and mug. She walked up to Luke and leaned in fast and gave him a kiss. Thank you. What was wrong? Fuel filter, I replaced it and now it's turning over first try. Hungry? I got up earlier than I thought so I baked banana bread. He smiled. Absolutely, let me go wash the gas off my hands. Here, this will make sure you come back. She broke off a piece and fed it to him. As he hummed his appreciation. You think that's all that will have me coming back? Remind me to fix the mirror in your bathroom. He leaned in and kissed her again. That is awesome banana bread, though. He grinned as he jogged into the house. He came back out to find her sitting on the hood of her car. Half the slice she'd brought out was gone. Do you drink coffee? She asked, and he nodded. Guess I should refill this then, huh? She chuckled. If you hadn't taken so long to wash up, you might have gotten this cup. Come on up, and I'll slice some more of this awesome bread. Isn't this how the spider lures the fly into its web? He chuckled. Can spiders even make banana bread? I can assure you that I'll never trap you, but as my dad used to say, if you want the honey, you gotta deal with the bees. I think he meant that you have to take a chance on the bad stuff to get to the really good stuff. Sounds like a good philosophy. I'm kind of scared though. What's the bad stuff? He paused for a moment. Have you always been such a deep thinker? She asked. I used to get called out by my mom for being introverted and quiet. She was always trying to get me out of my shell. He shrugged and smiled. But quiet doesn't mean stupid. I never thought it did. She refilled the mug with coffee and added sugar and milk and sliced off a fresh slice for him and brought it to him. What about you, Luke? Are you willing to brave the beast to get the honey? She asked. I've only been called a coward once by you. I called you a chicken, not the same thing. She grinned. So, what are we doing today? Luke just smiled and drank his coffee. Jeans, comfortable shoes for walking, and a sweatshirt. That's all you get for now. We should head out early, maybe 2.30 or 3. Is that okay with you? Are we becoming a thing? He asked her. The genuine innocence was so sweet. Well, we've only been hanging out a few weeks, but so far so good. She smiled and noted that she'd been smiling a lot around him. That was a good sign too. She was excited and curious. 
She'd gladly go wherever he wanted right now. She had a quick realization that her little seduction of Luke was backfiring and without him even trying, she was being seduced by him as well. Do I need to bring anything? Water, snacks. She asked, pushing for a hint. No, we'll stop at the store on the way. He smirked, popping the last bit of bread into his mouth, washing it down with the rest of the coffee. Oh, I have something of yours too. I'll bring it up when I come to pick you up. She gave him a questioning look. Don't look so innocent. I turned redder than your satin top when my dad pulled your panties out of my back pocket last night. Ellie bust out laughing. I was wondering where they'd gone to. I thought you'd pocketed them, you pervert. Oh no. I know now that when you grabbed my ass last night, you stuffed them in my pocket. You were hoping I'd get caught, weren't you? Ellie had tears in her eyes. She was laughing so hard. She didn't have a clue, but Luke was hooked now. He had never seen her look more beautiful. No, oh my God, no. I did sneak them in there, but not for that reason. I figured they'd be a nice little memento of our first date. I thought tonight was going to be our first date? He asked curiously. Well, I couldn't wait. I invited you to dinner last night. As far as I'm concerned, that was our first date. She leaned on her fist, smiling at him. How was it? He looked at her wide-eyed, slack-jawed. She leaned forward and slipped her tongue between his parted lips and they kissed deeply. It was fun, wasn't it? She asked, hoping for a little reassurance. It was fantastic. He whispered urgently and kissed her again. I'll see you in a couple hours. He gave her another kiss, then stood and left looking over his shoulder at her beaming back at him. He smiled as he headed down into the house to spend a little time knocking off schoolwork before going out for the night. He knocked on her door at 2.30 sharp. She called out for him to come in. He heard close the closet door and she popped out of the bedroom in jeans and a black turtleneck. She held her arms out. Is this okay? She asked. Perfect. He smiled. They headed down to his car and once again, he opened the door for her letting her settle in before he closed it. He hopped into the driver's seat and they were on their way. He drove out to the shopping center and pulled into a space at the grocery store. When you were a kid, what were the things you remember most about holiday meals? What was that one thing you couldn't wait for? He asked. He tilted his head, indicating they were going inside. This is a first, a date at the supermarket. She chuckled. Seriously, was there something special that you only had at that time of the year, but not usually any other? Mashed potatoes with a lot of butter and pepper. Oh, and my mom only used to make that string bean casserole at holidays. I love that too. Pie is a given, pumpkin and pecan, I'd have both. She smiled. Good, good to know. He grabbed a basket and they started wandering around the store and he picked up the makings of the casserole. A couple boxes of instant mashed potatoes and some canned gravy. He found canned pumpkin and put some of that in the basket. What else? Ellie gave him a curious look trying to figure out what he was doing. Well, she used to make glazed carrots too. If we were lucky, relatives from up north would send her a bottle of Rayal maple syrup. Otherwise, she would make it from butter and brown sugar. That was awesome. He found carrots and put several cans in the basket as well. Anything else? Scrabble, well, that's what we called it. The rest of the world knows it as party mix with the cereal and pretzels baked with seasoned salt and our secret weapon, Worcestershire sauce. 
Luke found the cereal aisle and grabbed the ingredients and made his way to the chip aisle and found pretzels to go with it stating that they always had pretzels and mixed nuts in theirs. He looked down and seemed to be counting. Okay, first thing that comes to your mind when I say comfort food. Mac and cheese, she said, and he grinned. Good choice. He stocked up on the blue boxes. Are we stocking a fallout shelter? She said nervously. He chuckled. You didn't see the big hole we've dug in the backyard? Ellie just rolled her eyes and grinned. She knew this had to be going somewhere, and she was getting more curious. They made their way to the front and got in line at the checkout, filling a couple of the reusable shopping bags with their groceries. He stowed all the groceries in the trunk and held the door open for Ellie once again. They were on the road again, heading out of town. Okay, you've got me. I haven't got a clue what we're doing. She giggled. Nearly 20 minutes later, Luke turned down a side road, following a sign pointing out a fairground entrance. A few miles down the tree-lined road, the area opened up to fields filled with cars and signs for the County Fall Harvest Festival. He made his way carefully up the dirt path and finding someone directing the parking. But why the store? She smiled as he handed her the lightest of the grocery bags. They walked towards the gate and she saw the truck and tables. A sign indicating donations for the Holiday Food Pantry in lieu of admission to the park could be made there. Ellie grinned at Luke, finally realizing his plan. They brought the bags up to one of the tables and the older couple behind thanked them and asked how many items they had brought. Luke told them 27, 10 per ticket had been requested. We went a little crazy remembering what we loved about holiday dinners and lost count. The lady fawned over them while her husband took the bags back to a sorting area near the truck and thanked them. They took their tickets and went into the fair. They wandered through the attractions. Luke showed off his prowess for carnival games and won Ellie a stuffed tiger. They wandered through the exhibits, marveling at the giant pumpkins and petting the cute animals. They found the food vendors and ate everything that was bad for them, but you only go to the fair once a year, so they indulged. There was even a concert that night, and they sat in the grandstand listening to the band. Ellie was glad he told her to bring a sweatshirt because it had turned cooler as the sun went down. She hardly noticed as they sat there with their arms around one another. He rubbed her back as she held him tight. Why didn't you just tell me about the food drive? She asked. I didn't want you to think I was trying to impress you. He paused. My folks were pretty lucky. They both had good jobs and made a good living. We've never wanted for anything. Well, there was this one time I wanted a dirt bike and they said no, but that wasn't because of the money. I think they just wanted me to live to be 12 at the very least. They never let me get jaded, you know. They always wanted me to know there were people who didn't have. They were much more subtle than the usual. Eat your broccoli. Kids are starving in Africa parents. Hell, I never realized that some of those less fortunate families were kids I went to school with until years later. Giving back is just something they taught me to do. Besides, it seemed more fun that way. Luke smiled down at her. I gotta tease you for a change. Well, it didn't work. Huh. I'm impressed anyway. She smiled. You spent almost twice the cost of those tickets filling those bags. After the last song finished, a loud whistle screamed out followed by a loud boom. Fireworks had started behind the stage and they sat and watched them arm in arm. Ellie laid her head on his shoulder as they watched, both occasionally jumping at the explosions. 
Ellie had taken hold of Luke's hand as they made their way home down the dark winding roads. She massaged it with her thumb rubbing in slow circles. Thanks, I had a great time, she said softly. She could make out his grin by the dash lights. Me too. He gave her hand a squeeze. Luke, when I asked the other night if you've ever made out before, you said you hadn't. Have you ever had a girlfriend? I mean, have you ever had sex? Her voice was soft, but with an inquisitive edge to it. His hand flexed a few times in hers. No, he replied with a nearly silent sigh. Any reason? She pressed. It can't be that you've never had a chance. You must have had to beat the girls away with a stick in high school. A soft giggle followed the comment. I was pretty quiet. I didn't have a lot of friends. He shrugged. Neither spoke the rest of the way home. Ellie had laid his hand on her lap and continued to rub it gently, and he rubbed her leg through her jeans. They pulled into the drive and parked. With all the lights off in the car, Ellie slid his hand further up her thigh and leaned over to kiss him. She was eager and let it be known in her kiss, and he responded in kind gripping her thigh tightly. Would you walk me up? She asked, pulling away from his lips reluctantly. He got out and walked around to her door opening it. She stood, looked into his eyes, and took his hand and led him up the stairs. Would you like to come in? She wasn't sure if she needed to coax him, but he was already in the doorway closing it behind him. A faint smile came to her lips and she tried to hide it. He returned the little smirk in kind. There's a bottle of wine in the fridge. Why don't you open it up and I'll be right back. She bit her lip and smiled, backing her way to the bedroom. She was giddy because she knew she would have him tonight. She undressed and replaced her everyday underthings with the yellow lingerie she bought the day they went shopping together and dressed again. She wanted to see his face as he peeled her out of her clothes. She entered the room and Luke stood up. Who taught him this stuff? Ellie wondered. She turned off the overhead light and put on a small table lamp. They sat down on the sofa. Ellie leaned into him, pulling her legs up beneath her. Did you really have a good time tonight? He asked. Ellie chuckled and looked him in the eyes. Her smile slipped away as she leaned in to kiss him deeply. The night's not over yet, she whispered. Luke's nervousness was slipping away as he and Ellie began kissing in earnest. He leaned back, pulling her on top of him as their hands began to roam over each other. His hand slid up her back, slowly lifting the hem of her shirt. He sent shivers up her spine as he caressed her skin. She joined in and reached between them and unbuttoned his shirt, pulling it free of his jeans and ran her hand up his t-shirt playing with his nipple. Ellie broke free of his warm lips and came up to a kneel between his legs and looked down at him as she crossed her arms, lifting her turtleneck up and over her head. She shook her hair out as she tossed the shirt onto a side chair and smiled down at him. She grinned, showing off the little yellow lace bra, which made him smile. Luke reached up and grasped the front of her jeans, pulling her off balance and back onto his chest in a flurry of giggles. His hands not only roamed her back, but now slid between them as he ran his palm up her bra, eliciting a soft moan as he massaged her breasts through the fabric. The clasp is in back, she said in a clear invitation. Using his other hand, he reached down between her legs and dragged her higher up his body, placing her breast within easy reach of him. 
Rather than unsnap the band, he slipped the strap off her shoulder and pulled the cup down revealing smooth white skin and puckered pink nipple to his hungry mouth. He kissed it gently, causing Ellie to gasp as his tongue ran lazy circles around the tip, causing it get even harder. Her breathing was short and quick. She pulled away from his agonizing teasing, placing her forehead against his, and closed her eyes. I don't know if you want this, but I do. Would you take me to bed and make love to me, Luke? He looked her in the eyes for a moment, thinking it would be his pleasure. Her eyes closed for a moment. When she opened them, he felt himself fall into their depths, and he was gone. He kissed her deeply. She stood shakily. Luke reached for her, steadying her. She smiled as she took his hand and pulled him up too. He wrapped his arms around her, taking her mouth with his again. He fumbled a few times with the hook of her bra. She smiled. Don't worry, practice makes perfect. I hope I get a lot of practice then. She walked backwards, pulling him with her into the bedroom. She reached down and unbuttoned her jeans turning and giving her ass a little wiggle as she pushed them off showing her yellow lace panties, which thanks to the heavy petting on the couch were now quite damp. She kicked them aside and turned back to Luke who just stood there staring, his mouth hanging open. She smiled and pushed his unbuttoned shirt off his shoulders and down his arms. He reached to take off the tee and she stopped him. Allow me. She lifted the hem of the shirt and ran her hands up his chest and sides lifting the shirt with it. You don't know how much I wanted to do this yesterday morning when you answered the door. She smiled as she stroked his nipples with her thumbs. I want you to know how good this feels. She said leaning forward and taking one into her mouth, swirling her tongue and flicking it. Luke's breathing got shallow a fast. She took it between her teeth, giving just a light tug before letting it free. Luke gasped at the sensation. She pushed the shirt up and he raised his arms, letting her pull it off completely. Damn, do you look good without a shirt on? She said. You look pretty fantastic without one too. He replied, smiling. They kissed again, their bare chests touching for the first time sent shocks through them both. The heat they were building was intense and made the room feel cool in comparison. He felt hands on his belt fiddling with it to get it loose. Soon his jeans were unbuttoned and the zipper slid down. Her hand slid down inside, massaging the length of him through his boxers. Hmm, that feels nice. She mumbled into his kiss. It's not very. She halted him with a firmly planted kiss. Enough of that. You've been watching too much porn. She giggled. Remember, the pyramids were built with hand tools. It's not the size of your tool. It's how you use it. That made Luke chuckle. She began kissing her way down his chest and stomach and eventually knelt in front of him. She reached up and tugged the jeans down to his knees, seeing his boxers strain to contain his hardness. She peered up at Luke from under a fallen lock of hair as she reached slowly for the waistband. She pulled down slowly, revealing it finally. Slowly, a grin crept across her face as she looked up again. It's perfect, she said, biting her lip. She looked down at it. He wasn't huge, but he was above average. She couldn't wait to have him inside her. She peeked up again. Mind if I take the edge off for you? Luke just tilted his head wondering what she meant just as she leaned forward and took him into her mouth. Luke let out a gasp as her lips engulfed him. It's a wonder his knees didn't buckle and land him on the floor. 
She started slowly taking a little more in with each stroke. She let him free and licked the length of him. He was gasping for air. She knew he wouldn't last decided to bring him some relief. She began bobbing her head while stroking him, bringing him to the brink. Ellie, I'm... He didn't get the words out by the time she felt the rush hit the back of her throat. She swallowed quickly, hoping she could keep up. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Luke said, looking down at her, as she continued to lick and suck him. Well, I'm not. Now that the edge is off, we can take our time. She gave him a last lick to clean the tip. I'm torn between wanting to instruct you and letting you discover on your own. Is there anything you've seen that you've wanted to try? Luke's expression changed from horror to astonishment. Was this beautiful girl kneeling in front of him gave free reign to his sexual fantasies? He reached down taking her elbow and lifted her up so she was standing again and quickly kicked the rest of his clothing free. Ellie turned and went to the bed, pulled back the covers and laid down and looked at him expectantly. Why am I naked and you've still got those on? He said, nodding at her lacy yellow panties. She grinned. It's because you haven't taken them off yet. She snickered. Though maybe I should do that myself before you pilfer all of my panties. Luke grinned and walked over to her and sat on the edge of the bed and reached for the waistband. He gave a quick peek up at her. She just straightened out and lifted her hips off the mattress, giving him the go-ahead to slip them off. They released from her hips, and as he pulled them from between her thighs, the moisture held them in place for a moment as he pulled them free, sliding them down her legs. They're soaking, he said, surprised. Ellie rolled her eyes a bit and smirked. You have a, a certain effect on me. What can I say? She sat up, leaning into his kiss. Have you thought about it, or shall I take the lead? I want to taste you, he said in a whisper. She kissed him deeply. Well, you know what I taste like up here. Why not explore a little? She said in a deep voice he'd never heard her use before. He did just that, working his way down her neck, leaving a trail of kisses that caused her to sigh deeply. Then laid a trail to her breasts, taking an excruciatingly long time to take her nipple into his mouth. She moaned a little deeper and ran a hand through his hair while her other found his still hard cock and massaged it slowly, not wanting him to go off in her hand. He lavished attention on her breasts for a while, and Ellie began to wonder if he'd go any further, so she gently pulled herself up, causing his mouth to land on her ribcage, hoping that would be incentive to continue south. It worked. He made his way down her stomach, giving her belly button a little lick, causing her to giggle. She gave his hair a tug to get him to stop. He hesitated as he made his way down over her smooth skin, kissing his way around, dragging his tongue slowly, nearly torturing her. He slipped around, pushing her legs apart and lay between her raised knees. He leaned forward and kissed her, his tongue teasing its way up her swollen pink lips, causing Ellie to gasp and grip his hair a little tighter. It took all of her reserve to not pull him down into her. As she relaxed her grip, he began to explore, and he took the cues she gave him very well as she leaned in and lifted. He was very attentive and gentle, almost too gentle as her climax neared she moaned a little louder, a little quicker. Luke surprised her by slipping a finger into her molten core and taking her clit between his lips, causing her to cry out and arch up as she peeked quickly. After a couple minutes of panting, she lifted Luke's head by his hair from the task of cleaning up the mess he'd made of her. You've never done that before? 
she asked, an edge in her voice. He just looked at her in wide-eyed innocence and shook his head back and forth. Did I do something wrong? He asked, suddenly worried. She just fell back and laughed. No, you did everything right, that's why I wondered. Luke crawled up beside her and she looked over at his sweet face lacquered in her own honey. She leaned over and kissed him, tasting herself on his tongue. Listen, I'm on the pill, but I want you to wear a condom anyway. A girl can never be too safe. Luke's eyes went wide. Shit, I don't have any. I mean, I never. Ellie giggled and reached into the nightstand drawer and pulled out a little foil packet. It's a good thing I was hoping this would happen and prepared for it. Luke's eyes went wide. Oh, seriously. Guys can be as thick as bricks sometimes. I've been practically throwing myself at you since I moved in Luke. Hasn't it been obvious? Well, I just thought you were being friendly and, well, a bit of a flirt. I didn't think any more of it until last night. He shrugged. You surprised me with the stakes of that Jenga game. She smiled. I'm glad I lost. I'm glad you did too. He grinned. Lay back. She put the packet to her teeth and tore it open. See how it's rolled. Place it at the tip and unroll it like this and voila. Mr. Happy is now properly dressed for the ball. Ellie looked down at it and her smile faded into a look of need as she looked up at Luke. Let me. She placed a hand on his chest as she rose up and threw a leg over his body and straddled his hips. She took his length and ran it against her before settling gently down on it. She let out a gasp as he entered her slowly. Luke lay back, taking short, quick breaths, wanting badly to raise his hips and drive himself into her. Ellie was in control of the moment, a hand firmly on his chest as she lowered herself further, as she took him and she sped up, burying him into her completely, causing them both to cry out. Oh, that feels nice, she said as she clenched down on him, causing him to gasp again. She rose up slowly, causing her own deep moan. She rode him for several strokes as he took hold of her hips getting into the rhythm of her body. She pressed herself down on him and leaned forward and kissed him. Luke. Hmm. Roll me onto my back and fuck me good and hard. She said, biting his lip. He smiled as he wrapped an arm around her and rolled over taking her with him. She adjusted quickly and her legs went around him rocking her hips to get him to start. He was a quick study, and he began thrusting into her in long, deep strokes as he attacked her mouth and neck. Harder, she urged. Don't stop. He had no intention of stopping. If anything, he was scared he was hurting her as the sound of their flesh meeting repeatedly rang throughout the room. Yes, Ellie cried repeatedly. He felt his climax approaching again. Ellie began to shudder under him as she let out a series of high-pitched moans. He knew then he couldn't hold out any longer and pushed hard into her releasing as she gripped down on him. He collapsed unable to hold himself up any longer. They lay there gasping for breath for a long while when Ellie leaned over and whispered into Luke's ear in a little sing-song way. Guess who's not a virgin now? She kissed his cheek as she heard him laughing into her shoulder. What now? He asked. Well, first thing you may want to do is go and tie off your little goodie bag and trash it, she said. She looked deeply into his eyes. Will you stay with me tonight? She asked. He didn't know why, but Luke's throat tightened. He looked into her dark eyes, a feeling of falling into them washed over him. 
Yes, he whispered. I hope you don't snore, though. I'm a light sleeper. He grinned. They both busted out laughing as he rose to go clean up. When he came back, the bed had been remade. Ellie lay there wearing his t-shirt, which was enticingly short, her long, supple legs leading up to the hem. It was obvious that she hadn't bothered with putting her panties back on. He turned off the light and crawled in beside her. They kissed and explored as the fell asleep. Deep in the night, they stirred. This time, Luke took her slowly. She looked up. The faint light of a streetlight limbed his body. Soft moans and whispers broke the peace as they concluded their lovemaking. The quiet enveloped them as they drifted off again. The rumble of the door opener in the garage woke Luke. His head popped up realizing he wasn't in his room. He looked down quickly and found shining brown eyes smiling up at him. Good morning. The blanket had pulled down and Ellie's breasts were in full view. Pardon the morning breath, he said as he kissed her. You lost your shirt. She giggled. More like you peeled it off in the middle of the night. Oh shit, he grimaced, looking at her neck. What? I'm sorry. I had no idea. A panicked look settled on his face. What? She started to panic, and she noticed he was looking at her neck. She bolted out of bed and ran to the bathroom. A moment later, she busted out laughing. I look like I was attacked by a gang of vampires. She came back out smiling. Good thing I like turtlenecks. Luke was somewhat relieved, but still worried. I'm sorry. He said again concerned that she'd be mad at him for looking like she'd been beaten. You have absolutely nothing to be sorry about. She leaned forward, kissing him quickly. Except maybe waking me up with this a couple times over the last few hours. She said, reaching under the blanket and grasping his hard cock. Let me check I may have a spare toothbrush, unless you want to run down and grab yours. She grinned. Sounds like your dad just left. Yeah, I'm guessing he went to breakfast without me. He smirked. We like this place in town. It has a large glassed-in dining room like a greenhouse. On Sundays, they do a jazz brunch. He looked over at the clock, noting it was much later than he usually woke. Ellie smirked. Well, we did have quite a workout last night. It's to be expected. Let me text him. If we hurry, we can join him. Luke said. If you'd like to, I mean... I'm torn between having my way with you yet again, but we'll have plenty of time later. I'd love breakfast. Let me go clean up and find a way to hide the damage. You brute. I should probably grab a clean shirt clean up myself. Jeans are fine. Luke grabbed his jeans, pulling them on and pulling on his shirt and made a beeline for the door. He paused at the bottom of the steps to text his dad, then made his way into the house to wash up and change. He bolted out of the house to find Ellie leaning against the garage. Guys, always taking forever to get ready. She shook her head. She looked absolutely radiant in the morning sunshine. What can I say? I don't just roll out of bed looking this good. It takes work, you know. Ellie chuckled as she said, seeing firsthand evidence to the contrary, I'm calling bullshit. He said he'd just have coffee and wait for us. They walked into the restaurant and were directed to the table where he sat. Derek stood as they approached. Now I see where he gets it. Hi, Mr. Page. Please call me Derek. What do you mean? Ellie grinned as she sat down. I've never seen a guy stand when I walk in the room or hold the door for me like Luke does. It's nice. 
while chivalry never goes out of style. He smiled. I ordered us the sticky buns. They should be out soon. They make their own here, and they're endless. Thankfully, after seeing how many of them Luke can eat, they all got a chuckle at that. Luke rolled his eyes. Did you kids have fun at the fair? We had a blast, Ellie said, beaming. Hercules here won me a stuffed tiger and everything. They chatted amiably about school, work, and the jazz band group playing at the other end of the dining room. What are you doing for the holiday next week? Derek asked her. I'm going back home for the weekend. My mother and my aunt own a bed and breakfast up on a lake. It's a huge old house which makes it perfect for everybody. Ellie said, What about you boys? Not much. We'll probably have dinner out and catch some football. Derek replied, No way. You don't have any family around here. None nearby. Derek confirmed. Ellie gave them a shrewd look. Do you work Friday? Derek shook his head. She already knew Luke was free. She paused for a moment and excused herself to go find the ladies' room. Those are some pretty nice shiners, Derek commented. When she moves, a few of them peek up above the turtleneck. He grinned. Luke turned red. Uh, yeah. Well, we went up to her place after we got home. Derek grinned, held up his hand, and gave a little shake to his head. No need to explain, you're both adults. They both stopped speaking and stood as Ellie walked back to the table putting her cell phone in her pocket. She smiled at both of them as she sat down again. You are both now busy for the Thanksgiving holiday. It would be my pleasure if you would join me next week at the bed and breakfast. They have satellites so you won't miss any football. She grinned. Thank you, but we couldn't impose. Derek said. It's no imposition. There will be guests there as well. I just called my aunt and asked if there was room and she said there are still plenty of rooms available for you to stay over. It's about an hour away, up near the state park on the west side. She smiled at him then looked at Luke. Besides, I was going to try and drag him away with me. It doesn't seem fair to leave you all alone. I've already told her you would accept. No backing out now. You're a regular fireball, aren't you? Derek grinned. I guess I have no leave but to accept on my behalf. What about you, Luke? Think you can be persuaded to spend an entire weekend in country with a lovely lady? Luke looked at Ellie grinning. It'll be tough, but I think I'll manage. She raised an eyebrow slightly and nudged him in the shin with her toe. Ow! Derek chuckled deeply. Yes, Ellie was definitely the right choice. There was no doubt in his mind now. By member 389 for Literatica. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We hope you found pleasure and inspiration. Come back tomorrow as we continue to bring you more explicit romance tales and subscribe to our podcast feeds in your mobile devices to access our entire library of hundreds of daily episodes. Happy dreams.